0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by Mary Poppins and an impossible question. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. Whenever you get reviews for things, it's a tricky situation. Whenever you're creating something or doing something and presenting it to the world, it's a delicate time for you and for everyone around you. And it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a turkey dinner. It could be a podcast. It could be a piece of art. It could be an essay. It doesn't matter what it is. But whenever you do something, if you have the guts to present it to the world for judgment and you, in fact, do receive judgment, this is a very tricky time. When you do something initially... If you have good people around you, they're going to compliment you and say, hey, look, this is your first try. Regardless, it's good. You know, things like that, whatever. It could be a little painting. It could be anything. And they'll usually, most people usually say something positive about it. Some people will attempt to say something negative, but valuable. They'll give you, you know, critiques and. And these are difficult things because usually when somebody's giving a critique, they're trying to present something that they think you could have done better, which kind of puts them in a better position than you to some degree. Because it's kind of like, look, if I have no palate for chicken alfredo, and you do, and you make a chicken alfredo and I taste it, if I give you a critique, it means that I think I know chicken alfredo taste better than you do, or at least I've caught something that you failed to catch. So it's a difficult kind of balance. In one sense a critique is is showing an ultimate kind of arrogance and in another sense it's showing an incredible kind of care. And this is why critiques are really really hard. Okay? Because generally when somebody's critiquing your work, they do care about you. If you think about the times when you cared about somebody, very, very minimally, and they ask for your opinion, you're like, ah, it's great, whatever. You just kind of blow them off. You could say, oh, it sucks, whatever this thing is, but then that would probably lead to, wait, why? Why do you think that? And if you really don't care about this person, you don't want to have that conversation at all. So generally, if you're, if you're really lacking concern for this person and you just want the conversation to be over, they say, hey, what do you think of this? Hey, it's, it's great, man. It's awesome, whatever. And you move on with your life. But the more you care, the more you care about this person, the more you care about their success, the more you're going to want to at least offer some small sense of insight into what they've done. Now, again, this is saying to them in no uncertain terms, hey, I see something that you don't see, or at least that's what it seems. And that's, that's difficult, especially when you're creating something, you're hypersensitive to your work. And... That means that you have to bring this critique, constructive critique, hopefully, with, to the table with a very, very large degree of sensitivity. Now, this is no surprise. In the movie Mary Poppins, the original, that is, there's a song where Mary Poppins' this nanny is taking care of these two kids and she's trying to give them, I think it's cough medicine or something, and she sings a song, A Spoonful of Sugar Helps the Medicine Go Down. I, I always think about this when I'm trying to offer somebody a critique. Because if I really do care about them, then I want my critique to hit home. I want it to be clear. I want it to be something that they take seriously. Just like you would want medicine in a child. You want the kid to drink the medicine and feel better. Okay? So you have to give a little spoonful of sugar with it. And it's not always easy to do because a lot of times it's hard. Compliments are, are not not very valued, right? It's And like I said, initially, you give a compliment, usually you default to a compliment when you don't care at all about the person. So giving a compliment right out of the blocks is is so limited in value that you really have to sell it well, right? Like your spoonful of sugar becomes kind of like a bucket full of sugar for a spoon of medicine. It's like, I love it. It's the best thing I've ever seen. Your Your drawing is like a Picasso, but 10 times better. Maybe... Don't sneeze on it next time in the middle. You know, but it's fantastic, whatever. You have to really embed your critique in this landslide of positive for most people to get it. Because giving constructive criticism is really, really hard. And it's something that if you give too much criticism, the person won't take it in, right? They won't take the medicine. If you give too much sugar, they'll just focus on the sugar. They won't even think about the critique. And because of this, it's exceedingly difficult to help. And again, if you're thinking about what you're doing, you really have to take a step back and say, hey, am I in a position to even offer a critique, a valuable critique? Or should I learn way more about what has gone on and what this person has done before I offer a critique. I was at an essay seminar one time and a college counselor came in and listened to it and it was all about entrance essays. And the college counselor left and said, well, you know, the problem I had, it was great. The only problem I had, just give me a little sugar, it was great. The only problem I had was that you didn't identify an essay that you really, really liked. We had read over probably six or seven essays and talked about them. And she said, well, you didn't really tell them which one you liked the most. And I appreciated where she was coming from, and I said, I know, and I can't. Because if I told the students, the class of 30 or 40 students, which essay I liked the most, almost all of them would try to reproduce that essay. So instead, I presented them with about a half dozen essays that I thought all had really good things to them, and that gave them a variety of equally valuable structures. And she said, oh, oh, I get it. Now look, that was a a good delivery. Hey, it was great, it was awesome. I didn't, you know, you didn't really tell them something you like. So again, her critique was good, but it would have been better if she had considered, hey, maybe ask, why didn't you tell them which one you liked the most? And then I could have said, oh, blah, blah, blah. So she wouldn't have been critiquing. She would have just been asking. Again, this is a difficult thing to do, really hard. And since, since I've been tutoring and, you know, making hoodies or doing whatever, I always get critiques. And it's interesting to me to see who says what and how people do it, how many people just say, hey, it looks great, whatever, and blow it off, because what I really know is they don't really care. How many people really dig in with critiques and how many people are delicate, right? Like who recognizes the limitation of their own understanding of this thing? It's a good thing to do. But what I've realized through the, the entire experience is that giving a good critique is hard. But giving a good compliment is almost impossible everyone knows this everyone let me give you the best most classic example somebody comes out of a room getting ready for an evening getting ready for anything and says hey how does this look on me 99.9% 99.9% of the time, if you say it looks great, genuine, clear, honest, it really does look great, whoever this person is, 99.9% of the time, if you say that, that person will say, hmm, <laughs> instantly, they either accuse you of lying or they instantly devalue your opinion. They just blow you off. It could be the nicest piece of clothing this person has ever put on. And you could give the most honest heart. It it is beautiful. It is the best thing I've ever seen. It is tremendous. Even at the end of that spiel, the person would be like, what? You're being ridiculous. Because what they're doing is they're self-critiquing immediately before they came out of the room. They had doubts, and that's why they came to ask. And to give an effective compliment in this case is almost impossible. It's almost impossible for the same reasons that it's hard to give a good compliment, or excuse me, a an effective um, critique. When you're giving a critique, the whole reason you have to be delicate is because if you care about that person and There's something that you really see would improve them. You need them to absorb. You need them to absorb the critique. That's why we care about putting it in a spoonful of sugar. Because you need to to say, hey, look, this is going to be better if you fix this. It will be distinctly better. But it's difficult to get them to ingest that. That's the medicine. To get a compliment in, to hit home with something positive, you have to pierce this impenetrable shell that this person has around this idea, right, their ego, their sensitivities, you have to find a way to get this compliment, the way you see them, that you literally think this is the most beautiful thing they've ever put on. You have to get that past that defense, past that shell, and into them deeply where they consider it on equal footing with how they see themselves. It has to become the kind of thing where in their head they're saying, you know, he thinks this is gorgeous. I don't really think it's gorgeous, but he really, really likes it. So I'll go with that. Usually what it is is, he said he liked it. doesn't matter, whatever. It looks terrible that's a bad compliment but to really get even footing with the self-criticism that the person presenting themselves for judgment has that is almost impossible it's a very odd thing We, we so, so don't value compliments or at the very least we don't value the difficulty that presenting an effective compliment presents to us and it is it is almost impossible so keep keep with the criticisms keep with a constructive discourse keep up with a spoonful of sugar keep improving yourself and improving others around you without constructive criticisms we would get nowhere but look for opportunities to try to drive home a really, really effective compliment, too. Because no matter what, no matter what you're doing, you could absorb a lot of critiques, right? If I'm presenting myself to the world, say, with these podcasts, and I'm absorbing critiques, and I'm taking the things my friends and my family say seriously, if I absorb all these critiques and I don't have at least one person around me, just one person who knows me well enough and can deliver an effective pointed on target compliment, just one, then eventually I'm just gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna be really good at absorbing critiques. I'm gonna be really good at listening to people, but if I don't get at least one compliment from someone, it'll be over. And it's like that with everything in your life. We need the critiques. We need the spoonful of sugar. We need the medicine. But we need people around us who we can trust, we can let in just a little bit, and who are smart enough to fire in some sunshine into our dark, dark souls. So think about that. Think about that the next time You or someone around you is presenting themselves for judgment. Think about that when you're trying to care for someone. Yes, be beautiful with the constructive criticism. Yes, help them rise up. But also help put that last little piece in place. That last little bit of fuel that's going to keep them chugging along. So whatever they're doing, whatever they are doing, Whatever they're presenting, whatever they're creating, they keep doing because that enriches everyone's lives. And on that note, thanks for listening. Go out and crush it.